Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and today we are going to talk about what happens when your spouse doesn't really believe your apology, or maybe you don't really believe his. You know what I mean? When he's like, well, what do you want from me, babe? I said I'm sorry. And you're like, that's not a sorry. That is not an apology. Or vice versa, where you're like, how many times do I have to apologize for you to believe me? Come on, tell me about it. I know you felt this. Let's jump right in and talk about what to do. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reunite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right, all right. So if you've been with me for a while listening in on this show, you might know that I did create an episode about this a while back. It's episode number 47. I will link it in the show notes. And that one is how to craft an effective apology. It goes through the basis of this, where this comes from, why is it that our apologies are often not taken as serious, and some of the ways that we can craft an effective apology. A lot of it comes from, well, basically the general idea comes from the book When Sorry Isn't Enough by Dr. Gary Chapman, who was my like absolute fave. He wrote The Five Love Languages, and what he says is just the same way we have love languages. We have apology languages. And I go through that, go through some of the things that he talks about in the book. Now, before you can go ahead and listen to that after this episode for all the how to's there. But the other thing, this was something that came up in a coaching session because we were going through this with the in our in our group session for the Grace Fuels Marriage Method. And one of my students had written out her apology and she says, okay, this is the apology I came up with. What is, how does this sound? You know, let's work this out. And one of the things that I noticed was the wording in the apology was making it ineffective, not because she wasn't trying to hit all the points and and do all the the things for what we need to do for an effective apology, but because she was failing to do this one little thing with her wording. So I thought, you know what? 
this is going to be a good opportunity to talk to you guys about it. So number one, if you or your husband, if you are feeling like whenever he says sorry, or maybe when you say sorry, you're coming up against a brick wall and you feel like, mm, it's something's got to give here. He's, he's not quite hearing me and I'm really not feeling like he's genuine. I'm going to suggest you go ahead and listen to episode number 47 figure out what might be the problem. Uh, so that's your first first point, first homework. Number two is as we are going through the steps of an infective apology, and one of those steps is to take accountability, right? That is, if we did something wrong, some people have an apology language where they expect us to take accountability for our wrongs, which means your apology has to be more than I'm sorry. It has to be, I'm sorry because I was wrong when I understand that, you know, I this was wrong or, or this hurt your feelings, that sort of thing. But it's basically taking accountability for our actions. And so often we forget to do that. Maybe we might feel it, but maybe we don't say it, especially if that's not our own apology language. What I really try to do now is whenever I apologize to anyone for anything, I try to add that in uh, to my apology because it was something I'd never done before. It was just not, I don't know, just wasn't natural for me, I guess. But it's something that I do try to make sure I add in whenever I'm making an apology because when you do that you are really kind of disarming the other person they're already upset right they are already feeling the offense so when we take accountability for our actions and say I'm sorry you know um, this thing I did was wrong we're letting them know that we acknowledge that it was wrong now here's the kicker when we do that, we also uh, need to make sure that we're apologizing for the actual thing that we did that was wrong. What does that mean? Like, that's, I'm a little bit confused, maybe you're thinking, right? Well, in this instance, my client, uh, totally understandable, said, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry um, I made you feel that way. So she was trying to take responsibility in saying, I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. But what we realized is that the fine tuning on the, the fine tuning there in the apology was the, I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. We can't, um, you know, it's almost like saying, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Are you really, you know? So we can't, be sorry for someone else's reaction. Their reaction is their reaction. We can't take responsibility for their reaction. But what we can take responsibility for is the thing that we had done to cause that reaction. So in her attempt, she was trying, you know, and saying that she's sorry she made him feel that way. So she was taking accountability for the fact that her actions had made her husband feel a certain way. But in this case, what we're going to talk about is what was that action? What was the thing that you did? Taking accountability for the actual thing really takes it to a whole other level. When we say, I'm sorry that I, you know, I'm, oh, hey, babe, I'm really sorry. I understand that when, you know, my 
XYZ action, when I did this, when I said that, when I forgot this, whatever it is that you might be apologizing for, that hurt your feelings. You know, I'm, I'm, I am sorry that that action caused whatever pain, but what you're doing is shifting the language a little bit, like I said, to take responsibility for the action versus, you know, saying, I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. This is the type of thing that's going to be these little nuances and these little word choices are things maybe we don't think about so much. You know, I, I hear a lot of um, a lot of people will DM me and say, I've done everything. I've tried everything. And I question, right, if you've done and it's possible, very possible that you have done everything or tried everything. But a lot of times, more often than not, what I hear is I've done everything and I've tried everything, but then as they start to speak and I and I start to hear them replay for me the action, you know, the, the conversation that they had or the argument that they had or whatever. And I, I can hear, so oftentimes I can hear it in their voice, the anger and the frustration as they relive the moment. Uh, and I start to hear little nuances in voice and tone and um, things that, that I can understand from an outsider's perspective. I'm like, well, if you said it like that, that is definitely part of the problem. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, we should play this conversation back for you. Like we should play back how you just said that because it sounded very aggressive. And I'm sure that it comes off. It came off that way. And so many times um, when people have, when, you know, clients, they have a third party listen, then they're like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize because at the time that they're up, you know, maybe that they're apologizing or that they're explaining this thing that happened, they might be very animated or upset. I'm sure that that might be what's going on at home. So when it comes down to an apology, if you were trying to make the apology, like I said, a number one, go listen to my episode on how to craft the effective apology. But number two, I want you to make sure that you're really paying attention to your exact wording. We have to be very careful with our wording, especially when there is a lack of intimacy, right? This is what's going on. If we're ever fighting, we're having issues in our marriage. There's some level of lack of intimacy that is causing us from freely connecting, right? So especially in that case, every little word is going to make a difference. So what I would suggest to you then is why don't you write down your apology ahead of time? Write it down so you can read it back. Write it down so you can put it away and then look at it an hour later and say, mm, does this still make sense? Does this still hit the right way? Do I really want to say this this way? Or is there a way that I can, um, you know, tweak this? Because how many times have we gotten in our, into arguments because of one little thing that we said and you're like, oh my gosh, babe, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here and he says he says things like well actually it does this 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 one little comment you made this is what I'm actually upset about and so we have to make sure that we're paying attention to that sort of thing now on the flip side what about when your husband is making apologies that don't really seem genuine 
that you don't feel are genuine. Well, again, going back to my episode number 47, there's definitely reasons for that, reasons for uh, the reason why you would feel his apology is not genuine. It means that something is missing in the apology. Maybe it's genuine repentance. Maybe he's saying he's sorry, but he's turning around and doing the same thing over and over. Maybe it is the fact that he actually never says sorry. He says all the other things, but actually never says sorry. And it really bothers you that he actually never says sorry. Or maybe he says sorry, but doesn't take responsibility for his actions and tell you that he knows that it was wrong. Or maybe it's you think that he should be doing something to make it right, to make the situation right. And he hasn't done that either. So again, go back to episode number 47 and take a look. And once you identify perhaps a thing that is missing, it becomes a little bit easier to communicate with him and let him know that this is what you need to hear in an apology to really feel that it is genuine. And so if you're in a place where your husband needs to apologize to you, you know, I don't, you know, whatever thing could be going on and he sincerely means it, you know, there's the other part of understanding that he very probably sincerely means it and then is just not able to communicate it properly. So I would suggest you go ahead and listen to that. Again, I also use that um, to model the behavior. So if he's not giving you those types of apologies, what I would do is when you go to apologize, make sure that you give him those types of apologies so that we're modeling it for him also. That is all I have for this week. It was a really quick one, but I wanted to really get into something very tactical and just this understanding of how the tiny little here and there, you know, the, the slight word changes can make that big of a difference. And this is the type of thing that we do over in the Grace Fields Marriage Method and in our one-on-one or group coaching. So if you're interested in any of that, go ahead and check out gracefieldsmarriagemethod.gr8.com or you could just check out my website or send me a message, a DM, and we can talk about that. I love you guys. And until next week. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.